Welcome back to another episode of NBA at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. It's G Money. And we are about to talk about this NBA action because it yes, is indeed. fantastic. And for all of you, I need you to do me a quick favor. Let's get it done right now. Let's like, let's download, and let's subscribe for us. We are brought to you by ATB Media Network because this NBA action is fantastic. And G Money. Uh, look, at you had to say it twice. Because it is. It's <laughs> such an exciting time it when is. we talk about it the is. trade deadlines and what have you. And it is absolutely popping. There was actually a whole lot more action that was taking place than any of us thought. You know, mm. And so we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Before we get to talking about that, let's, what are you drinking on? I mean, you know, I can't even believe it. I'm going in. This is like episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with the shield dag. I, you know, I feel like I'm over here cheating on uh, J&B, hey. you know, but I'm I, I'm rocking with it. Hey, you'd have left that house. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but... You on that show, bag? I'm on I that uh, single mo. That that chandelier, that French stuff, that that stuff that most of y'all don't even know what it's about. But I'm bringing that 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 that, that chandelier, and I'm gonna tell y'all one day where you can get it from. But right now, this is my secret because it is so bomb. It is so smooth. It is oh my so god! Great. You need to go to Paris because you know you you look at you. You hey, got to dance with it. And everything. You're talking about we about to do a show from Paris next year. You didn't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, Wimby, well, Wimby gonna be on the show with all the French, all the French, uh, flywise individuals gonna be yeah. on the show with us. Come see, come Okay, let's do it. But, 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 but real talk, super fired up to be here. I'm so excited. The NBA is absolutely cracking right now. And, um, but, but the reality is we have to start the show off mm. with you sitting over here and acknowledging your faults, acknowledging your indiscretions, because there's a team that I've been telling you that was going to get a crack in, even in the worst of times, I said, just give them some time. Just let them work it out. And you was over here talking about clopping this and clopping that. And at the end of the day, the Clippers don't be clopping a goddamn thing. What the Clippers be doing is they've formed it. They've come together. They figured it out. And we've watched that over the past 45 days or so, and now we've seen them jump to the very top of the Western Conference Finals. So the Clippers ain't clopping right now. What do you got to say about that? Oh, one thing I have to say is this is the trick that you keep falling for. <laughs> yeah. Because what the Clippers do is exactly what they're doing now. They look really good. They look really sexy. They look really like they're supposed to be the champion, but guess what? It, it, this is, this is not April. This is not June. So I, I I'm not scared. I, I ain't scared. Okay. I, I look the Clippers to your point. They look really good right now. God bless them. They look really good right now. And you know, and as a resident Laker fan, I'm a little perturbed. But <laughs> nevertheless, uh, okay, the Clippers look like um, they are the the threat outside of, you know, the lexicon of Denver and Minnesota that they have now inserted themselves as the genuine threat to maybe win the West. But I just, 
uh, what I know about the Clippers is it's, it's almost like how people feel about the Dallas Cowboys in football. It's like just wait, just wait. But see, the, the Clippers, Clippers are, the Clippers are like away. a BBL. This ain't the same person pre BBL versus post BBL. Uh, they have some new additions to the team, right? James Harden wasn't on that team prior to this. I Russell think. Westbrook wasn't on this team prior I'm very clear to this. About that. And so when you add these different components and when they found a way to sit over here and mesh properly to get the desired result, what we see is a desired result. They had a record in December, mm. or excuse me, in January, that was off the charts. I think there was something like um, 20-something and three, or 20-something yeah, and yes. two. Yeah, whatever. They was like damn near 90% of their 90% games, right? of their games. I mean, absolutely getting it cracking. So I, I we can't you. expect the same result when things are different, just like you can't expect a different result when things are the same. Yeah, so uh, to your point, right? You sound insane. Uh, yeah, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Correct. So, yes. And, and, and I, not expecting a different result when things have changed is, is another form of insanity. Okay. So, uh, oh, oh, what you trying to say? <laughs> you what might be trying to say? Thinking, holding this Clipper team to the same, um, um, like the yeah. uh, faults that the previous Clipper teams have. And, and guess what? I wasn't there with it. They were going to sit over here and, and, and be NBA champions, but the proof is in the pudding. Now, again, we are still very early in their maturation. We're very early in terms of this team coming together, playing like we've seen them play and, and, and to be able to do that over the course of the year. Yeah. Obviously, we need to see where they're going to be at in April and May, but it yeah, you can't help if you're a Clipper fan, but be excited about what we've seen thus far from this team. And outside of injury, yes, I think we got some action. I, 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 okay, so what I will give you at this particular juncture of the season is the Clippers have proven that they are a team that is devoid of weakness. They literally have everything. They have shooting. They have defense. They have playmaking. Um, they have purpose and focus. And all of that combined together ultimately usually results in championship when you have all of those things come together. Mm -hmm. The only thing that is against them is their name because <laughs> Clippers traditionally clop. And so I won't let go of that. From my cold dead hand, will I let go of that? I just feel as though, even though my eyeballs tell me that the Clippers, it's a new day and they're about to have a new arena and they want to have a championship banner to throw into that new Ooh, arena. Could you imagine? And I got to give credit to their, let's say their, their, their management team to put this team together. All of it. Uh, James Harden, all of it. However, mm -hmm. until they do it mm -hmm. in May and June, mm -hmm. I'm going to say Clippers is going to clap. Okay. Now, now it, it's funny that you brought up the leadership team, the management team, and, and that's so very important because culture is is initiated 
by your leadership. And the one thing that always gave me hope with this team was by its new leadership, by its new owner, um, Balmer. Yeah, Balmer is dedicated to uh, bringing home a championship to L.A. You can see that this is almost like it's his life mission. But when you have the money to, one, and when you have the experience of winning, again, we can't forget where this man came from. He wasn't just some goofy that sat over here and got lucky in the dot-com boom. This man amassed his money yes. from one of the most prolific companies in the world's history yes. with Microsoft. So he understands what winning looks like. He understands that it doesn't happen just like that. He understands that you have to set the groundwork to get there. And he understands that it takes a certain amount of time. And he understands that you have to amass a team that can actually deliver the results. Yes. And he, um, to his credit, has not just put forth um, uh, the investment in the infrastructure, but also in the investment in the personnel to ensure that those two worlds can collide, that you have a true championship team. And the reality is what he's setting up for is that it just doesn't finish with this team. When you have an arena that he's building, it's not like what they did no, with the Lakers or the, or the, the Knicks versus the, 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 the Brooklyn uh, Nets. This isn't a Nets type of situation. He's building the most formidable, the most phenomenal um, arena to play no in. The, and he's money only, is no object. He's only playing within the parameters of what the league is saying. Because, listen, if it was up to him, he'd, he, he's, he, he's, he'd have every high highfalutin free agent Man, on the he, planet he, he would spend $50 billion dollars and still be super good. Yeah. And so when you have an owner with that much money dedicated, committed to bringing success, you can, yeah, you can either jump on the train afterwards, once it's gotten to the station, or you can jump on while it's going to the station. But it's going to the station um, that's called Win, and, and we're seeing it come together. And what I appreciate about him is that he did not sit over here and his hair wasn't on fire when they weren't winning. Because you got to remember, those first couple of weeks, I mean, it looked absolutely like this was going to be an abject failure. And, and, and Ty Lue told him, calm down. Let's mm-hmm. sit over here and just simply work through this process, and, and that's such a testament to Ty Lu. We got to give Ty Lu thousand man. We got to give Ty Lu his flowers uh, of sitting over here, not deviating, not getting ruffled, not wavering, and allowing this process to work out. Yes, and 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 and, I agree and, with that. and, and also um, Westbrook. And we've talked about this in previous in terms of Westbrook Brook being the the consummate professional he is in terms of saying whether he was forced or he just volunteered to say, hey, to make this work, let me go to the bench. And I think this has resurrected his, um, um, how people perceive him. Yeah, his, focus, possibly, yeah. you know, his focus, yeah. His focus, but he, also he his be. Hall of Fame um, credentials. And I think character lends to that sometimes. You have seen some people that they, they weren't the greatest of the greatest of the greatest, but they were very, very, very good. And they get into the Hall of Fame before people that were great, 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 but had less character attributes. You know what's interesting about the Clippers is as you just articulated, right? It's, it's, it's Paul George, it's Westbrook, it's, um, uh, Kawhi. 
No, no, no. Kawhi's won one rings. The, the, okay. This okay. is the yeah, yeah, one. Right. The one. So, thing. so many people want to get to a ring. It's so important to yeah. them that it adds James, effort, yes. extra effort. Yeah. James mm-hmm. Harden, mm-hmm. Westbrook, Powell, mm-hmm. um, Paul, Paul George. Right. Mm-hmm. I I think that the thing that is missing from their proverbial resume is a championship, mm-hmm. and they should all be starving for it. Like this might be the last meal of my life Mm -hmm. starving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I can see uh, Westbrook um, acquiescing and in a successful manner is because he realizes, listen, I'm the guy who's averaged a triple double. Uh, Nobody's done that since Oscar Robinson. Mm -hmm. I, only thing that's missing from our resume is a ring. ring. And if any of them, because they've all made multiple millions, so it's not about it's money not about the at money. this point. Mm-hmm. It isn't. Mm-hmm. This is only about how I am viewed in the lexicon of ballers. We have seen ballers come and go, and there's a there's a fraternity mm-hmm. of okay, we were the elites. Mm-hmm. And Within that group, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to at least say, even for one year, guess what? I got some uh, a diamond studded uh, ring on my finger. Imagine and that's what, what Baltimore's championship ring is going to look like. That motherfucker's going to be two stories. Absurd. It's going to be two stories. This is going to be the most ignorant ring that you've gonna be ever absurd. seen yes. by far. But But here's what's crazy is. What's so unfortunate about what Balmer's done, what this team has done, how it's come together, the result that they're getting, um, the, the greatest threat to their long-term success in terms of in this season, in terms of uh, accomplishing what you just their articulated, what they want to get, the ultimate goal, is how um, aggressive and thick and convoluted the very top of the Western Conference. I agree. I mean, you're talking about having four teams that are neck and neck for the number one spot. I mean, in 40 years, I can't remember when four teams are vying for the number one spot in any conference. I don't think I've ever seen that ever in my life. I don't know. Can you remember a year? I I, I, I can't. Not not where four teams are performing at such a high level because these teams are performing at such a high level. To put that in comparison, the number one team in all of NBA is the Celtics, and they're probably – they're performing at about three and a half games uh, above um, everybody else. But when you talk about there's only one other team in the Eastern Conference that's performing – as high as the four teams that are yeah, performing in the top of the Western Conference. So when you talk about um, OKC, uh, Denver, uh, the Nuggets, when you talk about um, um, the the Minnesota, and then the Clippers, all right there at sixteen, only sixteen losses thus far, and they're all at the top. When 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 is that much competition? It makes the 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 result a little bit murkier. Yes. The desired result and you a know little what? bit and murkier we to get e- to. We haven't even talked about, let's say, the 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 sub tier teams like New Orleans. Because New Orleans from a from a just looking at a personnel standpoint, if they all decide to focus and they all decide to play 
at their optimum level, they could upset anyone, right? The Lakers, even though I hate to even bring that that uh, to the equation, but the truth of the matter is, is that the Lakers, if they decide to play, uh, let's say, defense first, the Lakers were the representation in the Western Conference Finals. So it's like when you have a team that has LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis on it, it's very difficult to say that they won't be there because the playoffs is about can you beat somebody four times? And when everybody locks in, it's a problem. So ah, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I've – begun to move away from that. And I know that's kind of been what we've talked about for the entire first third of the season is that of course um, they have teams that are that are that are surging, teams that are playing well, teams that are kind of getting their groove. Um, but I think there's become a separation between um the real and the fake. Mm. And, okay, and I think we have a big four in the Western Conference, and I believe everybody else is just, um, you know, get prepared for next year. Okay, you know, do what you got to do, figure it out, figure out the kinks in, in your armor right now and this year. But but this deal is is going to come down to the final four in the Western Conference. It's going to come down to these four teams, and I don't care what. The Kings do it with Darion Fox. I don't care what um, um, uh, uh, Phoenix does with their big three. Yeah, I don't care Utah what the Lakers Jazz do. Or... Utah Jazz, you know, in, in, in the playing tournament. I think we have a big four that solidified themselves and ain't nobody messing with them. Okay, so you know what I want to just say to, 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 I guess, piggyback off of or double down off of what you've said? What I've seen through the league at this particular juncture is I have not seen anyone, anyone who I think that could beat Denver in a four game series. And in the West, that's what it's going to boil down to. Uh, Jokic is the best player and Murray might be, uh, let's say anywhere between the top 10 of guards. So when you have the absolute best player and you have a top 10 guard and then everybody else on your team is solid, I don't see anybody beating them in a seven-game series. And I and that's it. why I like the Clippers because I, I believe they do. I believe they have more horses Okay, so more, this, no, 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 not more horses because every horse ain't both the same. I think they have more stallions mm. than than Denver does, and I think in a seven game series when you got four cats, three of them that gotta have it, yeah, that this is their their shot, yeah. I think they can win that I, again. You know, I hate to discount, disparage, um, not overvalue um, Jokic because his game ain't flashy. 
He just simply just gets it done. He just does what he does. He just gets it done. He gets it done. You know what? Period. And and I watch games sometimes with with my son. And I say, you know what I would have done if if I would have made it to the league? Is I would have just cracked that motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) And guess what? I would have flew in with a flying elbow to Jokic and cut that eye. And he got to get a couple of uh, uh, stitches. But, 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 you know, he's, he's... Yugoslavian or Russian hey, or something. He, he, he's oh, a big boy no, and he can take no. it. But what, what, you know, and, and again, that's a little bit of hyperbole. But, but, but at the end of the day, is what I'm talking about is, is as great as he is, he's still just one man. Yeah, and he ain't Jordan. Yeah, and he I, ain't Shaq. No, no, he and not he ain't Shaq. Kobe. He's, and he's, he ain't LeBron. No, he's not Shaq, but he's not any of those guys that you've named. But what what's interesting about him is is that in this particular era, I don't see anybody actually defeating him. And so it's not me trying to even say that I think that he's the bee's knees. A big two can't, a big three probably can't, but a big four. And this is the one thing that yeah. sits over here and says – the Clippers might have action sitting over the, here winning this because they are a big four. And you know when what? you can, and you can have your bench have a big, a big mamma jamma in that lineup. That changes the whole mathematics and, and, and calculations of what can be achieved. But can you, can you tell me a time we've seen a big four? No, no, no. So here's what's interesting about the Clippers. Is that when I when I mentioned that the Clippers have no weakness? I mean, uh, Zubak is good, man. You know, like uh, Eastern European against Eastern European, make that shit out. <laughs> listen, the the Clippers, they're starting five. I, I think the Clippers go nine deep, mm-hmm. uh, easily, mm-hmm. easily, incredibly. And, and 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 the only thing about the Clippers. Is is that their tradition? They have traditionally folded, mm-hmm. but they have a team and they have a coach. So, to me, mm-hmm. what I would just say is, you know, Ty Lue is probably top uh, five. top top. He might be top, top three, two, yeah, top two, top yeah. three yeah. in terms of yeah. coaches, mm-hmm. in terms of motivation mm-hmm. and focus. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you have talent like that on your squad, mm-hmm. barring injury, will the Clippers be able to deliver? They should be able to deliver. It's just they have not ever done it. Think of Philly tricking because Harden pooped the bed. This is a team when you have a big four that a Harden can poop the bed. Westbrook can turn into West Brick. Mm. Kawhi can sit over here a and, whole and, lot of ifs, and, right? and go. Well, what I'm saying is, is one of them can sit over here and not do the deal and still have a big three. Yes, but and that's what I think makes them different from but everybody what, but else. I, but if if we're talking about the playoffs, if we're just going to future for we're only talking about the playoffs in this situation, in this particular situation, situation with the Clippers, mm-hmm. the Clippers are going to have to basically play to where. All of their names, all of their named players are going to have to play excellent every single game. And and I don't agree with that. I think three of the four do. So I come with the expectation that Harden's going to Harden. Westbrook's going to Westbrook. 
we just seen our man um, uh, Paul have a fucking seven point game, a uh, seven point game, and they lost. Mm. Kawhi, yeah, but he has a groin injury, so that, that, that but that, that's something, Kawhi. right, right. And but, Kawhi could have another injury and might not be there. But what I do believe is in collectively in in three seven game series. In each one of those games, one of them might not be there. That yeah. allows for a big three to be competitive, to allow them to be in a position to win. Doesn't mean they do win yeah. every single game, but it's different between like the Lakers when they went up against Denver and that there was no way for them to win in all four games and they got swept. Yeah. With a big four, with one of them possibly tricking on a daily basis, not one every single time, but one of the big four tricking and every single game, mm-hmm. it still leaves you with a big three to be competitive, to still be in a position to win the game. Here, 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 here to your point, now, I'm, I'm going to throw you an olive branch. If you look at statistically just what the Clippers are doing, statistically, the Clippers should be the representative in the finals mm-hmm. because – they have guys that are playing at such a level that if they just play at the same level that they're playing at right now, mm-hmm. no other, mm-hmm. let's say, extras, mm-hmm. they should they should represent the West mm-hmm. because every other team will just be overwhelmed with mm-hmm. the talent. Mm-hmm. I just think that the Clippers will clop because Clippers clop. Well, hey. That's hey, what I would Balmer's say. Balmer's going to put his nut sacks on your forehead. That way. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the twist is. In this West, here's what's interesting. We've talked about Denver, which obviously we should. They're the defending champions. We're talking about the Clippers. Obviously, we should. They have a big four, and they're playing absolutely phenomenally. But you can't sleep on OKC. They're so young. They don't even know what they don't know. Yeah. And in them times when you don't know what this you don't par- know. This is a parody season. It's, a, it's such a unique season. When you don't know what you don't know, you don't know what to be scared of. You don't know what you can't achieve. You don't know what your deficiencies are that are that are too much they, to and overcome. Right there. And you can just sit over here when you got SGA that's that's absolutely a monster. When you got um when you got Chet that's an absolute monster. Yeah, Chet O'Mary is a problem. And, and what I love about this team is they're still making some moves too. So when you sit over here and look at this team, this is not a team. Because they're being led by SGA and, 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 and his Robin is Chet. This ain't a team that, that, that we can sit over here and trifle with, that we can sit over here and just discount this. Oh, they're young. No, yeah. they got young monsters. I, yeah, I, I agree. Here's, here's, a, here's what I would also double down with. Um, the team that you know, you actually, I haven't been caring about them, but you have been very high on was Minnesota. Ant Man. Look at you. Look at all that. Yeah, you just get me excited. Oh, look look at all that. Look at all that jizz and juice. Mm -hmm. It's jizz and juice just floating around. Oh, my God. All I had to say was Minnesota. Ant Man, that boy is special. But, you know, but look, the, the truth of the matter is, they're good and they know it. And it's, this is a coming out party 
this is going to be one of the more entertaining playoffs that I think that we've seen uh, in our lifetime. In our lifetime. I mean, real talk. And it's like you, you brought up that man. You, you, you stirred up some emotion in me, and I'm, then I just quickly sat over and did a quick synopsis. And I said, yeah. To be real. Any one of those four teams Any one can of those go. This playoff season is about they, to because be they're, they're, they're going to care about it in a different way in any of, let's say, the top four in the West. They're going to care about it in a different way. And then it's going to be who – okay, let me look you in your eyeball socket. I might not and, talk about anybody else but these four. And, because and, these four are so exciting. Yeah. They got so much cracking and they're yeah, so bro. much greater than every other team that I might not have the the gumption, the 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 the, the unmitigated gall. The goal to talk about anybody else. It's disrespectful. It, it might because be because they're so absolutely good. But hold on, but before we move any further, we have to talk about this one team. Okay, give that, it to me. That um you know, they're like the the West Coast version of what we've just been talking about. And they're 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 flying under the radar because of who they are. But Hey, they, Who are you about they, to say? They 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 play with the team just a little bit, just like this, and it's like it's uncomfortable. It's a whoa, it's uncomfortable. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, in the East, seven straight wins, and you know that's like a magic number to me. When cats are sitting over here, not five is one thing, three is cool, but when you sit over here and win seven straight games in a row. Well, I, you know what? You and I, and I, I, I do want to say this to you. I told you about Cleveland. You did. You did. And I was not a believer. My, but uh, they be my, just be climbing. My Ohioans, <laughs> my, my, my family, yeah. and they might stab me in the neck and they might send a, a, a dagger to me if I didn't properly acknowledge We that. have to. Number but, two in these. Yes. And, and here's the thing about Dare I say, um, I'm going to say something disparaging Mm -mm. about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm -mm. The the thing is, is they're like the Clippers. They haven't won anything. Without LeBron, yes. And there is very little faith in them. But when you look at their roster, (laughs) you look at, uh, okay, Spider Mm -hmm. on down. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, bro, yeah. they're going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. They have an opportunity this year, and and I and I hope they seize it. But do I have confidence that they're going to, let's say, break through the top three and let's say uh, – Well, they see- broke through the top three. The challenge is, is that do we have confidence that it could be the Celtics? Yeah. Because when or number two, be the Knicks. Well, we're going to talk about them in a second. But the reality is, is let's say they remain the second seed uh, by the end of May. Mm. Here's where the reality is. They can be as good as they are. They can do the deal that they've been doing. And they can run through the playoffs to the conference finals. What we do know is they ain't going to be the Celtics. That's the problem with the Eastern Conference yes, right now. Is that we, they, we have some good teams. And unless we see the Knicks sit over here and um, and get it popping, get it cracking, 
the Celtics are the um, foregone conclusion. You know what? You know what's interesting about what you just said. Um, I think this Spider. He he's the one that's actually on notice. The thing that is going to uh, let's say win a series when there are superstars all along the way. I don't know if Spider at six one has enough. So so then when what you're saying is is that when you look at Jason Tatum and you look at Brown and you look at Porzingis, I think that's Porzingis. the missing link when the, in that team. Yeah, that it's like it's hard to beat that team. I don't care who you are right now. I agree. It's hard. I don't even well, on the West. It's hard to beat that team. Look, you wait, and you already heard me say. I don't know, maybe two or three months ago, I was like, mm-hmm. the Celtics are going to win the mm-hmm. East. I remember you, yeah. And, and, and to me, it's not just the Celtics winning the East. You're right. It was, you were pretty confident that they could win yeah, the whole I, deal. I, I feel like it, I feel like everybody else is just wasting time. Mm-hmm. That, that's how confident I am mm-hmm. in the Celtics. And I, but, but guess hate who, the but Celtics. who ain't been wasting time is the Knicks. And we're going to talk about them again. We, they keep bubbling up to the conversation yes. and it, it's percolating. But let me tell you yes. something. The Knicks ain't, they ain't not fucking around. No, so no, no. They're, they're, they're trying not, to do the deal. Not. So uh, kudos to their, uh, GM they're, they're, and their yes. senior leadership because they're not fucking around. I agree. So what my biggest concern is, in this whole Eastern Conference, as we brought up the Bucks, is that you know, I, I'm a big fan. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. And um, even though you're gonna make me pour a drink, <laughs> even though shit ain't quite working quite like we thought it was gonna work. Mm-hmm. When you sit over here and hire a rookie a coach, if you don't give them enough. Runway to 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 get the plane stable, mm. then they're liable to crash. And what's even worse is when there could have been enough runway for them to land and to sit over here and write the landing. Mm. You sit over here and blew up the runway, so they did crash. And you crash yourself. You crash your own plane. But you did it intentionally. You did it intentionally. And, and you know, I understand we want to be ahead of the game and we're, look, we're, we're future forecasting. We're saying we got a great team. We're number two in the conference and we're going to be in the playoffs. And I just don't know if this, if this guy has the right stuff to do it. <laughs> I always understand, you know, there are individuals that, that think they're brighter than they actually are. They're traditionally a little bit mediocre that sits over and comes with all these wild ideas on what we need to do to sit over here and make changes and, and, and come with differentiation. Who are you talking about? Go, I, go ahead and articulate. Well, that I'm talking about the, the leader. Audience. I'm talking about the leadership of the Bucks. Okay. That sit over here like, um, other individuals that are like them that sit over here and overthink the whole process and sit over here and think they know everything and don't know a goddamn thing. And now I'm not saying Adrian Griffin was the very best coach, but it's a coach that you hired just six months prior. And he was number three in that. No, he was number two when they blew him out. 
Or number three. He was number two. And now you done brought in somebody that nobody wanted. That's why he was telecasting. That's why he had to deal around his head and he had the imprint on his <laughs> head. Oh, natural. Oh, you, you know, know what, you know, what I'm you, saying? You, you all in your uh, box. Well, the whole twist is, is that now we look at what the ramifications of choices okay. are. All right. And so the ramifications are this dude is one for four. And I, I'm, I'm actually a Don Rivers fan. But yeah. I don't think Doc Rivers has stood over here and publicly said he wouldn't wish this on anybody coming in at this point in time in in the season to take over a team. You know what's but, interesting but, about but, them? But his mama didn't raise no fool. He got to go get that money. You know what's interesting about them is this one simple thing, okay, because you articulated all of it. Uh, Doc Rivers does not have his uh, assistance that he would have chosen. Doc Rivers does not have the um, the let's say offensive style or defensive style that he would have put in force in the summer to make sure that everybody's playing to that style. So now what you're really saying is is that. I have inserted somebody who's going to be a motivational speaker. That's what Doc Rivers is at this. Well, point. that's all he can be. So now you sit over and get rid of a coach that had a a semblance of a plan with a team that he had to coach that wasn't the team that he was supposed to coach, but came up with a plan to coach this team to get them to the second level. But the powers that be, the geniuses. The, the decided ign- decided later. aka ignoramuses they didn't know what the feeling sat over here and fired one man and brought in another who's not going to be able to do the job and is actually all right causing them to be different now all we can do is hope is that the same um um time needed to be allotted to them to figure this out like we asked of the clippers happens with them what you're telling me is is you're upset with this no 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 no. i know it's not decisions i don't decisions is is what it is it's about results i don't care what the decision is all i care is what the result is well that's what they care about you care you well no you didn't because they were number two Mm. and you didn't care about that you didn't Uh respect that result Okay. So you know that's not what they care about. You're gonna make and, me take a sip. And for me, it's all about the result. I care about the end game. I don't care how ugly or pretty it looks. I just care about where we at at the end of the game. Where okay. we at at the end of the day. Okay. And where we're at is I don't know if Doc is a man for this job. Not that he couldn't have done a far better job than what he's doing thus far if he was hired at the beginning of the season. But y'all chose not to hire him. Y'all chose to hire a brand new coach that those players sat over here and signed off on. Here's the here's the here's the reality to me is that they've done Doc a disservice. Doc is coming in from being a commentator. Yes, he is one year removed from being a head coach. Duh. Mm-hmm. 
and he decided that he wanted to go for NBA TNT, ESPN, or whatever <laughs> the hell. And he he's talking with uh, you know uh, the Burks and everybody else, and he's just talking about the game. Mm-hmm. He's just going to explain the game. Mm-hmm. But he had, he's a name. He's a name, right? So what it what it really was is that they, as an organization. The, the Milwaukee Bucks as an organization just said, guess what? Uh, our players are not receiving the information that is coming from the name of our head coach. Here's the funny part about what you're really articulating. Guess what, fellas? You still have the same players. So the thing that you are failing to recognize is is that you need to have players who are going to dedicate themselves to defense first. And yes, you have a nuclear weapon in in Dane, no doubt. But did you lose something in, in defense? Yes, you did. And does that did that translate to you should now be looked at as the majority winner of the East? Those calculations to bring Dame in are now being put into question. Here's what's so stupid. When you're number two against the number one team in the league, it's one thing if you're sitting over here and the number one person, number one team in your conference is five games below the number one team in the Western Conference and you're number two and you're two or three games below them. How about this? Hold and on, you won a championship and, and, the other way. And you're two and three games below the the number two team in, in, in the whole uh, in the whole deal. And um it's just not quote unquote being done. Mm-hmm. Right? I can understand that. But when you are the number two team against the number one team in the whole entire league and the only person that's beating you in your conference is that motherfucker that's beating everybody else mm-hmm. and you wake up one day he he got up out the bed the, whatever leader made this choice for them got up out the bed farted went to the bathroom went to go pee sit over here and scratched his head and says you know what mm. this Adrian Griffin that we hired <laughs> Go ahead and tell because me. I was against them because that same person they, they got him out is the same person said you know I had questions about him but everybody else said we should hire him and you know what I don't think because I had a dream I don't think we're gonna be able to w- be able to compete and they made a panic move they did. and let me tell you something if this team does not get to the conference final. The motherfucker that sit over here and made the choice to fire Adrian Griffin needs to be fired himself. Mm. Can I just say this to you? Um, here's here's the thing that I've noticed about Milwaukee. Um, I think that they got caught into the Hollywood sauce, maybe because they won the championship before. It's hard. It's very difficult to say. But the bottom line is their guard tandem was not okay. So only thing that I'm saying to you is, 
is that the um, indictment that many people do not want to put on 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 Milwaukee is were we better off just picking with a tier one defensive player in Holiday who could hit no, jumpers? No, no. So is Holiday the difference between Holiday and Dame? Because that's when we bring it down to its very um, most um, look at their record. So, so look at their record win. Right now. Well, no, we can't. I don't think we look at the record now. That has nothing to do with the record now. Look at the record before they made the change. Okay. They were number two in the East. Okay. Now, yes, the, the is Dane Dalla uh, taking pressure is offensively? Number two in the East. What does that tell you? Number two in the East means that you are tracking to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. However, However, you guys have been the perennial guys for maybe you haven't done it, let's say offensively, to uh, an absurd level. But you guys were the team that were going to be the team that was going to represent the East on the, uh, as an opponent side with Drew Holiday. So now what you, what you have to say is, is like, was us getting rid of Holiday for an offensive weapon, was that a smart move? Yes So we're going to no. double down and sit over and say, was it the right move to sit over and get a, rid of a coach a third of the way through the season that had us at number two in the conference finals to have was that a smart decision? Well, because it's you know, probably you know what we, not. So that's my whole point. Whoever made that choice has to be has banished. to own it. Yeah, no, they have to be banished because that was asinine, bud. Listen, the thing about Doc Rivers is he's just he is what he is. He is a inspirational. Either. And that's all good and dandy, but when he you don't need, you don't need, you don't. Need, though, you don't please stop! Please acting like Doc is is being first of uh, to be able to reach his real uh, talents. All he needs is more. When this was a team that he took over, that was second in the East. We cannot say that. It's on the goofy executives. You know what's interesting is, is that you don't like those guys. No, I don't even know who they are. What I do know is what the choices they made is what it's resulted in. Okay. You were number two, and now since that, you're you're less than. I think that okay. you're right, and we just need to move past it because you're right. Well, here's what twist is. Then don't sit over and say he needs more talent. Okay. <laughs> Because that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> if you'd have said that before, we would have gone this far. All right. So look, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about um a NBA, let's say triumph. An NBA. Hold on, hold on. Before you go to the NBA triumphs, I we got to talk about some more bullshit before we get to the okay. Well, triumphs. go ahead and go hey, you ahead. know, you know, and this is a triumph that I don't want to talk about that I know you don't want to talk about. 
The Lakers. The Lakers. I know you don't want to talk about that. I know you tried to go and mosey your way around that. But guess what? I can't allow you to do that. And I can't allow myself to do okay, that. Okay, so go and, ahead. And, and go guess ahead. what? <laughs> this, that that agent. I told you he was an agent. I told you he was nothing but an agent. Listen to the old shows. You must have forgot. That, 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 that boy ain't nothing but an agent. Palinka is a stone-cold mystery that couldn't do anything for this team because he ain't nothing but an agent. And now has, has um, 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 calcified this uh, uh, obstruction of a team onto LeBron's shoulders mm. because he can't pull off of a trade mm. because he ain't nothing but an agent. Nothing but... And now we have a Laker team that has a big two that needs just one or two real um, uh, adjustments to sit over here and, and, and again, mm. buy for a championship. But because we have a GM and an owner that sit over and chose Palinka over Magic Johnson, shame on her sorry ass. Palinka's a stone cold, and I told y'all from the very beginning. I'm going to say this. You're being too aggressive <laughs> on my team right now. It's my aggressive. team. I love it, and I got to hear, and I got to hear the LeBron haters at talking as if it's his fault when it's really Palinka. You know what? You know what's interesting about the Lakers is. This this is truly the 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 rut the the rub mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. If LeBron James mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. if they decide that they want to galvanize this team as presently constructed, they could be the representative of the finals. I just don't think that they have enough, let's say, gravitas or fortitude. Mm. The, great, the greatest player who ever touched a basketball doesn't have the gravitas. Yes. You know it, what they got enough gravitas it, to do? To sit over and go to Jenny Buss and say, we're not going to play another game as long as this clown corner is in the GM role. It, it sounds insane. Right, it does because you when you talk about LeBron James and and Anthony Davis, it's like, you know what I would love from them, mm-hmm. and I think that this would put them in a category in it of themselves. Mm-hmm. If they just said, "I'm going to take this team, presently constructed." Mm-hmm. And we're going to win the deal. I just don't think that they're going to do that. They don't. don't, It's not possible. Now, see, you just said what I just said. That you don't think that they have the... the, No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Fortitude. I'm just a... No, 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 no. I'm a realist. And we saw them attempt to do that last year. And when they ran into a far better constructed team, 
they got swept in the finals. It doesn't matter what fortitude you have. It matters about talent that you put on the floor. And, And you know where that talent comes from? Not from the talented individuals that are already on the team. It comes from the front office. Only thing I'm going to say to you is thank you. Because I hope that these guys hear, see, in any semblance of level to us saying that we doubt them. Because the only thing that can propel that team to greatness is LeBron is going to have to just be great. No, no, no. No, uh, no, no, no. Yes. No, no. You know what? You know what? Yes. You, you, a- and Anthony Davis is going to have to be great. Hey. If those guys hey. are great, they're going to the finals what, and they're beating everybody. What I want to say, I don't think, I wanna I don't think they're going to do it. What I want to sit over here and see is, is that Palinka leaves this organization, goes to the Caribbean someplace, or to the... Um, Mafi Coast, mm. get the fuck out of L.A. Because all you've done is destroyed this organization. Destroyed this great organization. He's a stone cold. All I saw for the last two days was uh, Palink is on the phone for 10 hours trying to get a deal done. And his sorry ass didn't get a deal done. Okay, so I don't want to hear about what you was trying to do. If you can't get it done, get the fuck out of here. Because if Magic was here, Mm. he would have got it done. And Magic was smart enough to sit over and say, hey, I've known you since you was a little girl, and you picking this agent over me? Have a nice day. So I'll go buy into the... Dodgers, they, they, when they listen to me, and I'll go make greatness over there. I'll go buy into the uh, commanders where they listen to me and give me a couple years, I'll make greatness over there. Since you think Palinka was realer than me, punk-ass Jenny Buss, that I've known you since a child, since you were a child, you want to sit over and roll with this Mickey Mouse? You are going to uh, get... All this is going to be eliminated. But, but, let me, <laughs> let, 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 no, we got, no, we got. is a stone yeah. cold. But, but, let, let me, let me just. He destroyed me. the Lakers. No, no. The Lakers need to do one thing and one thing only. They just need to focus on one thing and one thing only. Um, we're going to win the ring this year. And the reason that we're going to win it is through. Anthony Davis and LeBron James leadership. And what they need to do is they just need to get their guys to believe. If they get their guys to focus and believe, they can do it. Hold on. So what you're telling me is a team that got to the conference finals last year and got swept have a team that doesn't believe this year. No, they can do it. Is just about belief. The only difference between last year, this year, any of it is just get your guys. Why don't these guys believe this year? Because they're they're because they have eyes. 
No, because they're marginal and they're not used to winning. So at this they're marginal. So Palinka brought in people that are marginal, according to your words, not used to winning, according to your words, and now the individuals that it this, doesn't hold mean on, that they can. The individuals that this clown car brought into that you should uh, have very so eloquently described their their um, lack of ability is now on the shoulders of LeBron. Let me tell you something. If LeBron, yeah, no, if but, LeBron but, but, yeah, was sitting well, here with us, what would LeBron do to you? Here's, here's, the, here's the thing that I think that is being misrepresented. Please. Physically, this team, they have all of the physical attributes. Really? This is about belief. Really? The, these players that you're talking about this is are about hurt belief. and not playing. They're not playing. The ones that you're talking about are the the the, actual, the, the physical attributes that you're talking about. They aren't playing. You and I are going to disagree. The thing that I think that, that, that will separate this team from others is belief. If the Lakers decide to believe. Do you understand that the Lakers are in the ninth place? I can't wait until you. If they were in the sixth place, okay. They're in the ninth place. Please don't tell me that belief is a separation between them sitting over here and getting to the championship and them sitting over here and being in the ninth place. Ninth place is a separation of them sitting over and getting into the belief is a separation between them getting into the playoffs. I can't wait until the playoffs come. I can't wait till the Clippers get in your booty cheeks. Oh, I just can't wait. Let's go! Clap up. Clap. Clap. Let's go. Let's go. You know what? Let's go. So, what I would ask for you is now, so you, what you're on. telling me is we have a bet that the the, the that you think the Laker, Lakers are going to do better than the Clippers. Yes. <laughs> the Lakers Lakers are going to advance. Clippers are going to fail. Okay, but at the end of the day, is the Lakers all of this? The biggest problem with the Lakers is the biggest challenge that I'm finding with the Lakers is is that they don't make the moves that they need to make. To sit mm. over and make this team competitive. And, and, you know, the reason why that's so apt is that we've just come to the end of the trade de- uh, deadline. We've and, talked, made uh, and you and I have talked about the trade deadline for many weeks leading up to here. And that's why I left it into here is that because there were okay. so many trades. For those of you that don't follow, follow us on NBA at the bar, NBA at the bar uh, on IG. You got to find this because I sit over and posted all of the trades and then. There were so many trades. There were so many teams that were doing so many maneuvers to get incrementally better. Here's the thing that's interesting that I think that I understand why the Lakers made no moves. This is because, look, the last three games that they won, they they beat the Celtics. They beat the the Celtics. Didn't care about them. They LeBron gang banged the Knicks. Mm Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's actually inaccurate. They the, the the thing is the guys that they were going to trade, which were 
their trade pieces were Reeves and Russell. Reeves okay. is going now. Reeves, Reeves and Russell were Reeves always, always on they the were table. not always on the table. Reeves was never on the table until early. Okay, so yes, we've heard through the course of the semblance of the season that Reeves is, and he just signed a new contract, so mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, Reeves is off the table. But I will tell you this, is that if the Lakers would have messed around and lost those two or three games, uh, Reeves was on the table, bro. Okay. He was on the table. The only thing he, that is, he has a Laker insider. Yeah, the only thing, yes, <laughs> I am. Please believe me. <laughs> the only thing that saved him was and saved D'Angelo Russell. And I gotta give a little bit of thump thump oh. to D'Angelo Russell because what D'Angelo Russell realized from the business of basketball. Is, is, you know what? The reason why that I'm even on the trade bait is because I didn't deliver in the playoffs and I didn't deliver in the regular season right now. And guess what he so decided you to don't, do? When you don't deliver in the regular season or the playoffs, is it fair to say you need to, you deserve to be You traded? need to be gone. Yes. But, but, but here's, here's the funny thing about him. Mm-hmm. He just made a decision within himself mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to show you guys that I am a baller. And you know what? God bless him. Is he a baller? I, I, I think that he is. I think that the only thing that is separating D'Angelo Russell from being, let's say, respected. Mm-hmm is he needs to do that in the playoffs. Everything that into his career to this point has all been regular season. What have he Everything. ever shown you for the playoffs? He, no, he, he's Has he ever bed. shown you for the playoffs? He's wet the bed in the playoffs. So is it fair to say he can't do it in the playoffs? No, because you know why? Because he's so young. He's so young that it's kind of like, this is his moment. He, if I am D'Angelo Russell, I'm going to say, this is the moment, this playoff, this run, they didn't trade me. Thank God they didn't trade me. So now let me be the guy who can say, let, let me, uh, you know, because what I want to talk about right now is just in general. Because you he know, can do it. We, 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 we've talked a lot about the Lakers. I mean, we, we, we've beat that, that horse, you know, to death. Really, what I want to talk about very quickly before we get up out of here is um, just the trade deadline. And, and there have been a plethora. Sure. I, I, there, there were very few major trades that were done. But yeah. there were a lot of... Okay. Um, League-wide, they were very minimal. I wouldn't go that far. I would just say that the, 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 the trades that were made were um, less impactful than... Um, or the vast majority of them were less impactful than we had hoped. But I do believe that they have been some impactful trades and that they have been um, some 
some some um some situations that are going to be different yes post trade deadline yeah. some some teams and some 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 results that are going to be different post deadline than pre deadline and so my big question for you is as an individual that I know follows this that gets excited about this I what do. was your most um um important and impactful trade made it's easy mm -hmm. the new york knicks mm -hmm. the we're, new york knicks we're we're, we're see eye to eye New York Knicks got Bogdanovich. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was huge. So, I think for, overall, their whole trade season was uber impactful. Not just that trade alone. That trade alone was significant, but I think, um, Ananobi, I think all of what they've done was extremely impactful. So, the thing about the you, you mentioned the Ananobi trade. That was their first shoe drop. Mm -hmm. The fact that they were actually able to pull off getting Bogdanovich also. Mm -hmm. It's huge. This and then huge. I think that makes them a contender. Yes. I think I think that, that this is a team when everybody gets back because we know Ananobi had some surgery. I think we, we, there's another player that has an injury. I think when we're looking at this in terms of late March, early April, when teams are really um, ramping up to the playoffs, I think we're going to look up and New York has surged by yeah. the end of May, maybe uh, uh, or end of April. Beginning of May has surged. They're in the top three in the East, if not the top two in the East. And um, they've cracked the Celtics once or twice in the back half of the season. And that yes. now shit is looking a little bit tricky. So, you know, here's the interesting, the interesting thing about New York, to your point. I actually think that their GM should be GM of the, of the year. year, without a doubt. Unequivocally, yes. He 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 deserves it mm -hmm. because he found a way to peel away two from let's say qualified scorers mm -hmm. from the Detroit Pistons mm -hmm. without having to give away a first round pick. He didn't, and without having to give away his. His the meat of his team, mm -hmm. so you still have, you know, you still have Ananobi that's going to come back. You mm -hmm. still have uh, 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 Randall that is still there, mm -hmm. and Randall is coming off of soldier surgery. Mm -hmm. And oh, uh, just wait is, till this whole team is together. Hey, Celtics better. Hey, you better be ready to go because this team is be about to, to be. Super excited. I guarantee you mm -hmm. that the New York Knicks in the last month of the season are going to be the scariest team to, to be assembled. Mm -hmm. And every team, it, it's not going to matter about rankings anymore. Mm -hmm. The New York Knicks and Stephen A. Smith is going to like like, Basically, he's going to cream on himself. Mm -hmm. He's going to be so obnoxious. Mm -hmm. I can't because I, I know you can't wait because you love you love Stephen A. No, no, I he he's a little he's a little he's a little much for me. 
But what I will say is... But Skip Bayless is just perfect. No, but what I respect about Stephen A is Stephen A keeps it real. Keep it, Stephen A keeps the fandom alive. And guess what, Stephen A? Buddy, your New York Knicks are about to stand up in a major way. They Because if you look at the way that they're assembled, the only thing that's hurting them is injury. Mm-hmm. The only thing. And, and the beautiful thing is their injuries are not horrific. No. They're, they're not season All ending. these guys are going to come they're, back. They're minimal injuries. And, and, I can't wait. I, I, I almost feel like I want to give him a hug and be like, hey, Stephen A., you know what? You're going to see a championship in your lifetime. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I, I don't think you need to give a hug to Stephen A. I think you need to 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 um, get a, 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 a bullhorn and say that to the whole um, New York City. Yeah. You know, and, and so New York the, stand I, up. I just want to touch on the trade deadline. It's it, it, it's premature. It was quiet. It was quiet, but it's premature. It's early. We 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 don't have enough time in this episode to sit over here and really dig deep because we really don't know. They're they're so fresh, they're so new. We need to allow uh, these trades to settle. Yes, uh, allow these teams to settle within the trades that they've made. Allow us uh, ourselves to see some time to allow them to figure themselves out, yeah, so I, we can really disagree. diagnose them. At the high level that we do, so but, but can I just say this, just as an as a as a backdrop to almost like a cliff notes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the trade deadline overall. Mm-hmm. The only other team that made a difference was um, O'Neal from the Brooklyn Nets going to Phoenix. Yes, yes. I, I do think I do think that trade could have Those are the Phoenix, only two. But but I I, I do wanna see how that all you know, and the Phoenix is a special thing because I I live part time in Phoenix and you know, I do wanna see I do, but I don't wanna get excited about that. But I wanna see what this does for that team. Yes. Not not next week, not even the week after, but the yeah. week after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to see like you know, three weeks in, like like, like, like where like, we like, at? Because hey, if that fits it. like how you and I both think that's gonna fit, ooh, ooh. now we got a big five. Now you're gonna see another seven game surge if there's no injuries, and now we have five teams. Yes. That are in the mix, a thousand percent. on the web, and so that's what I said. I don't know. We don't. We're we're, we're premature. Yes, in terms of talking I, about that, great call in terms agree. of of planting the seed and sitting on stage there, but on that paper, be special. Well, on, on, oh, on, on oh, the thing we're talking about oh, right now is paper. Don't play with me, but, because uh, because I will sit over here and get season tickets for the second half of the season. Just to sit over here and watch them in person because that team can be special. Yes, because a guy like him is going to take so much pressure off of Kevin Durant to have to play. Um, that's basically like three positions. Well, no, well, yes, yes, but what it allows is Kevin Durant. 
to take just a little bit of pressure off, like you said, but um, this individual sitting over when Kevin Durant gets off the court or takes a night off, that the team doesn't completely dip. Yeah. And, and so the other big, a part of the big three, if Kevin Durant sits, that they don't lessen up and they're still j- almost just as formidable if he was in the lineup. Here's that's the, where they did. That's how you go on seven, he, eight, nine game wins. Yes. Streaks. And you know, you know what is the, the magical thing is, is that then what you have to then compare them to is, is like, okay, the way that they're constructed, the way that they're now newly constructed. If I'm the Lakers, are we better than them? No. So stop saying it. Okay. Now you say no with your whole chest. Whole chest and balls. I don't know if I, I believe that that's well, true. Hey, you're about to see. But with that being said, we gotta get up out of here. Okay. Hey, but but what I will tell you is is what we've stood over here and highlighted and brought to light is that there is so much action ahead I of us. I cannot wait. And, and guess what? NBA action is fantastic. That's what we sit over here and get excited about. And that's okay. what, seriously, okay. as the NFL season is finishing, we're, we're getting to the Super Bowl. I'm so excited about now because now we can just really dive yeah, in. Yeah, because the, the NBA, NBA. The NBA is formulated. I'm so excited about to have me do the You're about to have me do the cabbage bangers. All, oh, that all that I'm fired up, ready to go. So with that being said, my dude, my dude, you know my dude. You're a deep breather. No, no, I don't. No, no, you know what the funny thing is? I was like, drink or handshake? Drink or handshake? One or the other. I'm going to give you both because I love you. Church on the boom, you spilling shit on me. My beautiful kicks. And, uh, yeah, oh my God. I, <laughs> Church. Shut up. <laughs>